welcome to Debating Metal. I'm your host, Kenneth Dean, the Dean of Metal. Along with my co-host, Chris Kay, we discuss and dissect the songs, albums, and bands of the music we are most passionate about, heavy metal. So sit back, relax, turn it up to 11, and let the debate begin. Hello again and welcome back to Debating Metal. I'm your host, Kenneth Dean, the Dean of Metal, along with my co-host, Chris K. This week is a milestone week for Chris and I, as we are recording our 40th episode. Last week, we introduced a new topic called Greatest Hits, and since it's our 40th episode, we decided to pull out the big guns. This week, we're taking on Metallica's Greatest Hits. That's right. Last week, we picked Megadeth's Greatest Hits, and we had such a fun time with that, we're doing it again with Kenneth's favorite band, Metallica. We're each going to pick out 15 of our favorite tracks to create a set list or greatest hits collection and go head-to-head and pick our combined best of the best. Stay tuned until the end of the episode for our Big Four Metallica songs, and be sure to check out last week's episode for our Big Four Megadeth guitarists. And as always, I'll bring you another shot of Rusty Metal, where I reach into the archives of heavy metal and highlight an album that I feel is worth listening to again. And for our younger listeners, it'll be the first time hearing about the group or album I highlighted, and they get exposed to some of the classics out there. Chris also has another Freshly Forged where he picks a new album or band that also needs some love. As always, be sure to download or stream the episode or any of the older ones on all the major podcast platforms. And while you're there, click subscribe or follow and get our latest episode every Friday morning, and don't forget to rate us or drop a cool review. We also want to read your opinions on these or any of our other topics, so if you like what we had to say or just want to rip us a new one, send us an email to debatingmetal at gmail.com or message us on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter pages. And now it's time for Rusty Metal. All right, so this week I have something some people may consider obscure, but for me... I knew about it, and I even have the album myself. It is the band called Pretty Maids. They're from Denmark, and this is their second album called Future World. Uh, It was released on CBS Records, again, like I said, 1987. Now, this album was produced by Eddie Kramer and Chris Iska. Um, It was also mixed by Kevin Olsen, Chris Iska, and Fleming Rasmussen. Recorded at Bearsville Studios in Bearsville, New York, and Easy Sound Studio in Copenhagen, Denmark. Now, the significance with Eddie Kramer producing this is that, obviously, most people who know anything about anything in rock in the rock and heavy metal world know that Eddie Kramer is the one who produced Jimi Hendrix, and he was the one who produced Kiss, and he also did Anthrax's Among the Living album. So what makes this significant for for Eddie and the band is that Eddie actually was fired during the sessions for this album because, he, as rumor has it, he fell asleep at the console while recording the band. Wow. Uh, so yeah, so they weren't too <laughs> happy with that, and uh, so they fired him. And they uh, they the engineer Chris Iska uh, they asked him to finish up producing the album for him. So then they. CBS, I guess, was putting a lot of money into this album, so they decided that they wanted to get a, a big-time mixer. Uh, so they brought in Kevin Olsen, uh, who essentially was the one who did, uh, I believe he remixed the 1987, or mixed the 1987 album from Whitesnake, or 
actually what it was called back then was just White Snake, the self-titled album. I think he was also involved in Slide It In on the the remix that came out in the United States. So he's known for you know getting a slick mix on some songs. So he did that. He he did some of the songs on this album, and then the uh, the rest of some of the other songs or most of the other songs were mixed by Fleming Rasmussen of Metallica fame, and because they're from Denmark, basically that's how the connection is from Metallica, that Pretty Maids, and Fleming Rasmussen. And then, of course, Chris Iska also mixed a few songs on the album, but they were just, you know, the secondary songs. The album was a relative success for Pretty Maids. Um, They did have the title track, which was their lead single, Future World, got some considerable airplay on MTV. And it was the album was considered the beginning of their trademark style, which is really heavy rock with very aggressive guitars and very melodic vocals and keyboards. Uh, other notable songs on the album are a song called Yellow Rain and Loud and Proud. So the, listening to the album today, one thing I noticed, it was clear as daylight. You can tell the songs that were mixed by Kevin Olsen and the songs that were mixed by Fleming Rasmussen. Because the Kevin Olsen songs... That, that he makes sound they're very keyboard heavy and they they sound extremely slick compared to the other songs which have a little bit of a they're not raw because the obviously the recording was the same across the board but they add they, they didn't do as many uh, as much I guess they didn't do as much reverb and, and they didn't bring or excuse me Fleming didn't bring as much of the keyboards to the front as Kevin did the band itself you know after this album it, it was a success um, but it wasn't a, a major success. Like, you know, it didn't go gold in any country or anything like that. Put out another album in 1990, so that was three years later. And that, they had a ton of push behind, but they didn't really break anywhere, except for Japan. And Japan has, they, basically they were big in Japan for most of the 90s. Um, but other than that, around the world, they really didn't go anywhere. So they kind of broke up a little bit. Uh, well, they didn't break up. The ba- A couple members left the band. And then they uh, continued with some new members, but they never garnered the, the big breakthrough fame. Anyhow, through time, they have consistently put out an album since their inception, regardless of the fact that they were, they're not a huge band. But they have been pretty steady and out in Europe in their homeland area of Denmark and, and in that general vicinity of Europe. So... The album's really cool. I really like it. Future World's an awesome song. Loud and Proud's a really good song. And Yellow Rain's a really good song, too. So check it out when you get a chance. Awesome. So what do you got for us today? All right. So uh, for my Freshly Forged pick, it's an it's actually a band that you're a big fan of. Uh, they just released a new album in the last couple of weeks, and that is Armored Saint with uh, Punching the Sky. Have you listened to it yet? I heard, um, I think, one song. I wasn't super impressed, but I, I don't think it was their lead single or anything like that. I, I was kind of listening to it in the background, so I really didn't get a chance to, to dive into it. Gotcha. Well, I, I think you definitely need to give it another chance. Um, John Bush sounds really great on this album, and there's some really good tracks. The first one, Standing on the Shoulders of Giants, I really enjoyed that one. End of the Attention Span. I mean, um, the first couple of tracks, which I listened to, really kind of hooked me. Then there's one called Do Wrong to None. I really like that one as well. There's a lot going on here. Dizzy Reed from Guns N' Roses has uh, kind of added some like 
keyboard aspects to the band. So I'm, I'm really enjoying it so far. Uh, I think it's one that, that definitely needs more attention because it's, it's brand new and it's, it's a band that I don't think a lot of people just instantly think, Oh, Oh, the new armored saints out. But I think they're, they're a band that people need to think that way. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm a I'm a big fan of Armored Saint. Uh, I got to meet the guys a few years back when they opened up for Queensrÿche. Love those guys. John Bush is one of my favorite singers in metal. Um, he's a great singer. He's awesome. So, Powerful voice. Absolutely. That's the that's the one thing. I mean, I the 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 funny thing you know when we're talking about Metallica today, the fact that he could possibly have been the vocalist for Metallica, it's it's pretty pretty crazy. But actually, yeah. yeah, that's kind of why I actually picked them. I have another uh, another pick that I wanted to talk about, but I thought this was kind of fitting since uh, his, his connection to Metallica. Right. Cool. Well, I'll definitely check it out. It's just one of those things where you know it's been so wild, you know, between work and 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 the show and all sorts of stuff. It's, I've been just crazy busy lately. So. Oh yeah. All right, well, that brings us to the main topic today, and the main topic is a band near and dear to my heart, Metallica, and it's their greatest hits. Uh, so, again, we're going to do this. I'm going to pick my 15 favorite songs, and Chris is going to pick his 15 favorite songs. We're going to put down, bring down our list and, and put it in an order. Uh, for me, I, do, I like to do the order of my songs as if I was listening to a concert, Chris last week did Megadeth's songs as if he was doing a playlist while he's driving to, you know, the Grand Canyon or something. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, or I, right now nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> nowhere. Pretty much, this, this country's getting locked down again. Um, so, Chris, I went first last week with my with with uh, Megadeth. So, why don't you go ahead and give me your fifteen Metallica songs first this time? Okay. Um, well, so I'm going to start things off with a new track, uh, one that's a great opener, and that's uh, Hardwired. I think it's a good way to start things off because it's it shows that the band, after all these years, is still putting out some great music, and it's a great opener, so why not? Uh, then I'm going to go straight into Wherever I May Roam off of the Black Album, followed up with All Nightmare Long, another relatively new one, even though it's 12 years old at this point, uh, from Death Magnetic. Then into The Unforgiven, off of Metallica as well. Then we've got The Four Horsemen, off the first album, Kill Em All. Then Until It Sleeps, off of Load. Blackened, from uh, Injustice for All, one of my favorite Metallica songs. Then we're going into Fuel, from Reload. I'm going to follow that up with uh, for Whom the Bell Tolls from Ride the Lightning, then One from Injustice for All. Then we're going back to the new album with Hard... I'm sorry, with, with Atlas Rise from Hardwired to Self-Destruct. Uh, then we're going to Creeping Death from Ride the Lightning, and Battery, then Master of Puppets from Master of Puppets. And then we're going to finish it all up with Seek and Destroy from Kill Em All. Wow, that's a really cool list. It's a lot. I think it's cooler than mine. <laughs> my my list. Okay, so my list kind of leans more to classic. Now, you and I have had conversations about Metallica before, and you know how I feel about the newer stuff. I have no problem with the newer stuff. I have no problem with stuff off of Hardwired. I really like that album. I have no problem with Death Magnetic, and you know. I don't have a lot of problems with St. Anger. 
other than the mixing. Um, there are some really weak songs on St. Anger, but to me, there are some good songs as well. That being said, there's not a lot of representation on the new stuff on my list, <laughs> except there's a couple things from Hardwired, but um, in between that, it, it's uh, not a lot of representation. All right, so let's go with it. So my concert list, this, this I guess would be my ultimate concert. Um, but there's still so many songs that I had to leave off, you know, so like my ultimate concert really would be like 30 songs long, <laughs> but it, since we got to do 15. <laughs> and James is like, <sighs> by Jam- the end. <laughs> Jam- yeah, James looks over stage right. Dude, are we done? <laughs> Please tell me we're done. Okay. All right. So number one for me is Battery to start the show. Just love it. You know, coming in from the Ecstasy of Gold intro, you just, you the lead in, you start, you hear that you know, acoustic guitar intro, and you're just like, yeah, you know what's coming. Uh, number two, For Whom the Bell Tolls, is their classic number two song that they constantly play second in their shows, especially when it we're not when they're not touring on an album. That's usually their second uh, song. But like when they did, um, they did the Justice Tour, that was, they played Blackened, and then they would go into For, the, for Whom the Bell Tolls. So it, it was been a consistent second song for them for a while. Number three, Welcome Home Sanitarium. Number four, a new song, Atlas Rise. Number five, Wherever I May Roam. Number six, Fuel. Number seven, Fade to Black. Number eight, and here's where things go a little sideways, Frayed Ends of Sanity. I love that song, especially the whole the whole um, Wizard of Oz you know intro. I love that shit. <laughs> so, all right. It's a good one. I mean, it's it was in my top thirty. <laughs> <laughs> it was in my top one hundred and fifteen. Uh, <laughs> number nine, Moth into Flame. The minute I heard that song, it instantly became a top five song from for me in Metallica. So now, that's a hint as to what may or may not come on my big four. Number ten, The Memory Remains. It is one of the heaviest songs that Metallica have ever recorded. Number 10, One. Number 12, Enter Sandman. Number 13, The Four Horsemen. Number 14, Creeping Death. And number 15, Master of Puppets. That's the way I'm ending my show on Master of Puppets. You know what's funny is last week when we did this, we had six that we that were different. We had... we. We had uh, nine in common, and it's the exact same this week. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even I didn't even check it because I was looking at the uh, at the. Um, yeah, I was list. writing down yours, your uh, ones that are different than mine, and I, I just thought that was funny. It's the same as last week. Oh wow, that's pretty interesting. All right, so w- let's let's look at the common songs that we got here. Uh, we have battery. For Whom the Bell Tolls, Wherever I May Roam, Fuel, One, Four Horsemen. Do you want me to read it off because I highlighted them all as you were saying it? Uh, I'm just, I'm doing here. Four Horsemen, Creeping Death, and Master of Puppets. Right? So that should be, I have eight. Where's the other song? There's Fuel, For Whom the Bell Tolls, One, Atlas Rise. Oh, Atlas Rise. That's the other one. Okay. Battery, Master Puppets, Four Horsemen, and Wherever I May Roam. Okay, so we're going to keep those songs, obviously. 
We just have to determine where we want to put them. Correct. But in the meantime, we have to determine the rest of the songs and then put them down somewhere. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. All right, so, cool. So, on my list, the songs that are not repeated, Welcome Home Sanitarium, Fade to Black, Frayed Ends of Sanity, Moth into Flame, The Memory Remains, and Enter Sandman. On your list, you have Hardwired, All Nightmare Long, The Unforgiven, Until It Sleeps, Blackened, and Seek and Destroy. All righty. This is where we have to we have to start dropping songs. Well, this, what we did last week was that we we had a, the power of veto to where we could change a couple things if we didn't agree. Um, I think we're still going to do that this week. Yeah, we'll do, and we'll do the we're going to go back and forth and pick. You know, I'll pick a song, you pick a song, etc. Right. So I picked the first drop song last week. So you go ahead and pick the first drop song this week. All right. So for one, I want to. Definitely keep, since we both have, let's see, I think Seek and Destroy has to stay on there. So I, it's just such a great song. It's a classic. I think, it, I think it has to stay on. So you want to keep Seek and Destroy? I want to keep Seek and Destroy. All right. Seek and Destroy. So that leaves you with five songs that you have to drop two of, right? Yeah, basically I'll have picked three and you'll have picked three. Right, okay, so then there's, uh, so there's one, two, three, four, five, six, oh, so, all right, so you, have, you have to drop three and you've got to keep three. So Seek and Destroy is one of the three you want to keep. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, so one of the songs I want to keep is going to be, mm-hmm, let's see here. I'm gonna, I want to keep Fade to Black. Okay. Now, which song, uh, which song do you want to drop? from your list um i'll drop the unforgiven i think that for me that's the easiest one to to drop i like the song it's a i mean it's a it's a great staple but at the same time for me it's it's not one of the the best ones on this list for me gotcha gotcha okay since since my list or or since since we already have one and on my list um, I'm keeping Fade to Black. Uh, I'll go ahead and drop Welcome Home Sanitarium. It's such a good song. <laughs> they're all, there's so many good songs. There are. And they're all, uh, for me, they're all like my babies. You know, <laughs> I have nothing to do with writing them, but they're just all so close to me. All right, so which song now do you want to keep? Okay. Um, oof. I mean, it's tough. I... For me, I mean, to be honest, I'd love to keep Blackened. Man, we have no Death Magnetic representation. It's a great song, All Nightmare Long. And Hardwired is a really good song. There's tough choices. Mm Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to, for now, I'm going to pick to keep Hardwired. You're going to keep Hardwired? Yep. Okay. I can live with that. Which stinks because if we keep hardwired, if I was to actually say, well, if I was to actually try and keep Moth into flame, that would mean three songs off of hardwired. Three songs off of hardwired out of fifteen. Yeah, one fifth of the of the of the songs. 
So I have one, two, three, four songs left. I'm going to keep Memory Remains. Okay. Have to keep that one. All right, so now you're looking at a song to drop. Um, I like the song a lot, but I'll drop until it sleeps. Okay. I think that's a great song, but it's it's not one of the best. So now I have to choose between Freight Ends of Sanity, Moth into Flame, and Enter Sandman as which songs to drop. That is crazy tough. Yeah. Because I mean, I love Enter Sandman. It's a great song, but I've heard it so many times. And and at baseball games and etc. <laughs> and it's just one of those that's like I'm I don't need to hear it again. <laughs> right. And and so, you know, based on this list, it's 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 interesting because I, I almost didn't have it on my f- top fifteen at all. Mm-hmm. Um but I was trying to look for something to put in there. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to drop Enter Sandman. I'm sure that's going to upset some listeners, but you know, I think, I think we've got a good reason why. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Oh, so this is tough. Um, so you got Blackened and All Nightmare Long. Which one are you going to keep, which then forces the other one to go away? So we've got... We've got representation from Kill 'Em All, and uh, Ride the Lightning, Master of Puppets, and Justice for All, Metallica. Do we have uh, Metallica? We don't have anything from Load. Do we have something from Metallica? Yeah, we've got uh, Wherever I My Realm. Oh, that's right, Wherever I My Realm. Okay. Uh, then we've got nothing. Reload. From- so we don't have anything from Load. We got Reload. Mm-hmm. Nothing from Saint Anger. Damn it. Um. <laughs> So far, nothing from Death Magnetic, and then we've got multiple songs from Hardwired. Um, you know, I love Blackened, and I think it's a fantastic song. I love the intro. Um, but that being said, we don't have anything from Death Magnetic, and it is a good album. And all my all Nightmare Long is the best best song off of that album, in my opinion, at least. Um, and I think it just shows more variety of you know, the, the career by including something like that. So I'm going to, it's my, it's my, um, wild card there. I'm going to pick all nightmare long to stay. All right. That's it. I mean, that's a tough choice when you come down to it between, you know, all nightmare long and blackened. All right. So I have to pick between freight ends of sanity and moth into flames or moth into flame. Excuse me. Man, that that's a tough one too because again, we already have representation from Hardwired and this would make it three songs if I kept that one. But we only have one song off of And Justice for All and Freight Ends. You know what? I'm going to offer you something here. Okay. Let's bring Blackened back in. I'll drop Hardwired if you, if you want to pick Moth into the Flame. <laughs> that's a if. Okay, so you if- um my preference is for Moth into Flame. Okay. So we're going to draw Hardwired. Okay. We're going to bring in Moth into Flame and bring back Blackened. So you're going to bring back Blackened. And then we're going to cross off Freight Ends of Sanity and bring Moth into Flame. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that. All right. So here's where the debate begins. 
how do we want to do this is basically we're just going to come up with our 15 favorite songs out of this this list here and or we we have come up with our 15 favorite songs now we're going to put them in the order that we like and the order when we did it last week it was a combination between having a good driving attitude but yet still kind of almost like it would be a some sort of concert or some sort of of flow that an album would have which you know most of them are very similar to a concert where you have some well some of them uh, a greatest hits album usually has that kind of feel to it whereas a regular album is usually loaded up front with all the all the best songs all right so looking at the list that we have here we have we have a few of what you would consider openers for metallica song like battery song like blackened so what what do you think if if either one of those or do you want to pick something else as a, as a first song you know i i think i'm going to pick blackened that's one of those songs that when i first heard it i kept listening to that intro over and over and over again something about it just really just drew, drove me wild and, and i think it's a really good way to start things off um so it almost didn't make the list but uh it, here it is the first track <laughs> i like it there i like it there I, I don't think i don't think that song itself fits anywhere else other than to start something because mm-hmm. battery I, i've seen the band play battery and you know, either in the beginning, and in some cases, it was either towards the end of the main set or or the uh, encore, and it kind of fits over there in that in that general vicinity because it ha- it's so high energy that you know if if especially with Metallica because they're so you know the ebbs and flows of a Metallica show are always up and down, up and down, up and down. Yeah, that that's one of those when they go up, it's really up, especially since it's such a crowd favorite. So I like I like black and first I like that one. All right. So what's your number two? Number two, I, I for me I would have to go with the classic for whom the bell tolls. It just to me that is their their classic number two song. It's almost like the Justice set, blackened and for for whom the bell tolls. What do you think? Yeah, I mean it's I think it's a good choice. It, for for me it's one of the songs that I really feel like could fit just about anywhere. Right. Um, but it is such a staple. I mean it. And you, you don't want to follow it like the first song's really pretty high energy. You don't want to follow it up with something that's like, you know, blasting crazy. You know, just take it down a, a little bit and then, then maybe go, you can go any direction from there. So but what's I think in, it's a good choice. Yeah. What's insane about that is if you, if you remember watching the Seattle show, I mean, when they came out of black and then they just, you know, they finished the, the last chord and they go straight into the, to the bass drum to intro this song. I mean, there was no, there was no letdown. I mean, the freaking crowd was crazy, and mm-hmm. I, I distinctly remember the, the the camera angle was behind Lars, and he was basically pointing to the crowd, and or telling the the cameraman to take take a look at the crowd because they were going nuts just on the on the drum beat of "For Whom the Bell Tolls" right before it started. So that that's stuck in my mind. So it's still a crazy song because when people are into it. They're into it. So, yeah, I like Bells. Number two. What do you got for number three? Hmm. For number three, I'm thinking... I'm thinking Wherever I May Roam. Wherever I May Roam? Yeah, I think it's it's one of those songs that it's not super high energy, but it takes you right... It's like building again. So, it's it's. Uh, I think it's a good fit for 
right after whom for whom the bell tolls it's a pretty classic uh, track yeah i think that's what i'm going with i don't know i i think i'm gonna have to use my veto on that and i want okay. to i'd like i'd like to see it a little bit later on in the middle okay even though bells can be high energy it's not like high energy like like battery or or, or blackened but there is an energy there that's different um, especially if the if the band is playing it quicker than they norm, you know than the the way it was originally on the album. Okay. Talking about it live, obviously, but to me, Rome has that very similar pace. I don't know if I would want that to be right after Bells. Okay. I was thinking so. something more along the line of uh, maybe Atlas Rise or. For whom or the four horsemen? Okay, I'm, I mean I'm fine with the four horsemen. You're fine with the four horsemen? Yeah. Okay. I think that works. All right, so four horsemen. All right, so you have four horsemen, and thinking about the way the song ends, I think song number four should be Atlas Rise. What do you think? Um, I'll give it to you. That's you still got veto power. So we had two vetoes each. Yeah, okay. I'll hold on to my veto for now. <laughs> all right, all right. Song number five, all you. All right, so let's see. All right, I'm gonna pick fade to black. I think we're going to slow things down after the energy of Atlas Rise. I like that. I like that. Fade the black. Okay, so that brings us to when we got Fade to Black. Now, see, now I like coming off of Fade to Black because it's got that guitar solo ending. Even though it's a slow song, it speeds up at the end. And Mm -hmm. it has that that classic kind of a guitar solo end that that just can lead into a guitar solo. But I always remember it to be when the solo ends, it's just a lot of quietness. And that's where I think wherever I may roam should fit next. What do you think? Um, you know, what would be kind of cool though, would be like fuel right there. Everything got quiet for a second and then bam. You know what? You're, you're good. Okay. I'm good with that. So was that a so, was that a veto? Yeah, I think that's a veto right there. All right, so then we're gonna go to fuel. All right, you're up. Okay, so we just went to or did fuel. Um, how about wherever I may roam? You know, we keep kicking it around. <laughs> <laughs> it might as well find a find a home. All right, I, I like it there. Okay. Wherever I may roam. Okay, now after Rome. That one is uh, one of those that I think it, it, I think it's one of their fading the fade out songs on the, on that album. They don't have too many songs that fade out. Yeah. Um. Okay, so we have let's see what we have left. We have battery. We have all nightmare long. We have one creeping death, puppets. Uh, the memory remains and moth into flame. All right, so wherever I may roam, I th- I, I think um, all nightmare long would fit well right after wherever I may roam. 
Okay. Okay. So All Nightmare Long is song number eight. There's, there, yeah, there's only one other song I would have put there, so I think that's that's fine. All right. Um, how about Moth into Flame? I'm good with that. I think it kind of carries that energy forward. Um, you know, both songs, they're, they're not the same by any means, but they still have a, a level of energy that I think works really well right there, kind of in the middle. Yeah, I, I like that. Okay, so we've done Flame. All right, so we're, we're, we're coming up on a lot of high energy, uh, except for two songs. So I'm going to go um, put one in this spot. What do you think? I think it's perfect. Okay, one. All right, what do you got? Um, I'm thinking memory remains because one is one of those moments where you you know it has the slow build up, builds into the, the really fast song. That you know it's it's one of those songs that everybody in the audience knows for sure. And then it's like a, a moment to breathe, and then you go right into memory remains with that that really iconic intro it's a you know it's a cloud a crowd pleaser so i think it's a good place for it okay sounds good all right we have four songs left right mm-hmm. okay so we have battery creeping death master of puppets and seek and destroy Oh man, that's these are four hard ones to place in in a particular order. I say, how about seek and destroy? I think that's a great place for it. I mean, it's almost like it's the ending of the main concert, and then you're going to go into the the uh, encore. encore. Yep, and the encore would be great to be battery as the next track. I like it. So there's the break right there. Battery comes in when they wipe their, you know, they, they they towel themselves down, they come back out nice and refreshed, and they just kick your ass again with battery. I like it. All right. Then, for me, it's going to be Creeping Death. So you want to end things with Master of Puppets? End things with Master of Puppets. Um... Okay. I'm good with it. <laughs> All right. I was going to say the opposite, but I think I'm fine either way. So you think Creeping Death should end it? I I mean, I like Creeping Death. I think it's a I think it's a really kick-ass song. But I I mean, I, mean, I feel the same way about Master of Puppets. I my instinct said the opposite, but but like I said, I'm fine with it either way. Okay. So we got Creep and Puppets. Okay, so we have narrowed down our songs in order. Number one, Blackened. Number two, For Whom the Bell Tolls. Number three, Four Horsemen. Number four, Atlas Rise. Number five, Fade to Black. Number six, Fuel. Number seven, Where I may, Wherever I May Roam. Number eight, All Nightmare Long. Number nine, Moth into Flame. Number ten, One. Number eleven, The Memory Remains. Twelve, Seek and Destroy. The encore is 13, 14, and 15. We have Battery, Creeping Death, and we end it all with Master of Puppets, the ultimate Metallica song. I like that. I, I, I like that list. It is, uh, 
it's pretty pretty darn good. I mean, I know there's a lot of people that are out there that are going to listen to this and they're going to say, you're out of your minds, <laughs> which is fine. I don't care. You want to tell me I'm out of my mind? Go right ahead. That's that's completely the point is the debate. Yeah. And, you know, you and I were talking about um, the Loudwire list of the, the worst Metallica songs. Now, you're talking, they, they, they ranked them in order from worst to, 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 to first. And when you think about it, it's like, they had 115 songs on the list, and what I say was that they were talking. They were picking songs off of um, Hardwired, song off of. Um, they didn't even pick songs off of Load and Reload until like ten songs in to this list. I'm like, well, what? What ridiculousness is this? Uh, they had stuff off of, of not even Saint Anger. It was um, Hardwired and Death Magnetic. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Oh, that's right. It was Suicide and Redemption was worse. They had said that was the worst song. I, I didn't get it. I, I disagree. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of that song, but at the same time, I disagree that it's the worst Metallica song. Yeah, there's some stuff on, on Load and Reload that just, no, sorry. It's just not going to cut it for me. Yeah, I mean, uh Everybody's welcome to their opinion, obviously. That's part of the fun of this is the debate of, you know, what what do you think is the best? Uh, which we more than encourage you to tell us that we're we're out of our minds. So <laughs> definitely uh, definitely send your big, you know, your, your greatest hits, your 15. Uh, we want to know. And, uh, you know, compare. Tell us, what, t- tell us what we're doing wrong here. Yeah, I, w- I would love to hear this one. I mean... It- we have not got a lot of interaction with the with with listeners out there yet, but I think this is this is one that you know either the Megadeth one or this one is gonna is gonna spark up a lot of interest in terms of what people want to talk about because I know there are a lot of fans of both bands, and they're you know want fans of one band is definitely more a fan of that band than they are of the other. So like you know diehard Metallica fans are not diehard Megadeth fans. And diehard Megadeth fans are definitely not diehard Metallica fans, although they like both. But it's weird. To me, there's a real distinct line, you know, because Dave Mustaine's Dave Mustaine, Metallica's Metallica. So I think it's going to get a lot of... A lot of uh, these two bands are going to get a lot of debate rolling out there and a lot of communication going uh, At least I hope so. All right, well, that brings us to the big four for this week, which is the big four Metallica songs. Now... We just laid out our favorite 15 songs each and, and did a, a best of the best compilation of those 15 or ended up being, what, 20-something songs. But personally, you know, when, when we made this list, this, this took some of our personal favorites into account, but it didn't necessarily put it in the order that we may or may want the, the big four for us to be so. My big four is definitely different than your big four, but it may not be even close to what was in this list. So, did I go first last week or did you go first? It doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> I can go so, first. If so, you want go ahead to. and go first this week since Metallica is my favorite band. I want to close out the show with that. <laughs> gotcha. Well, I couldn't I couldn't have put it better myself because I, I didn't necessarily pick songs just off of that list. I mean, my idea of, of what the, the, the greatest hits was didn't necessarily match up with what I thought my big four are. 
my big or my number four is not even on my, on that list. Um, and the reason being is that I knew I was going to have to fight for it because I knew your opinion on on the particular song. Um, I knew it probably wasn't going to make that list, so I picked you know what I thought worked and showed a full scope of their career for the, the the greatest hits whereas here these are just outright my four favorite songs uh so ride the lightning is my number four i i really adore that song i think it's just there's something about it that's just very odd in in the scope of things that they did it's very creative and i i just like the lyrics of the song so for me that's my number four um number three is going to be master of puppets I think it's a great song. I think for me, over time, it's 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 lost a little bit of meaning in a way in that I've just heard it so many times. Um, but it's it's still an amazing song. And the album as a whole, really, this is the hinge pin. This is the thing that dry or you know pulls everything together, and it's it's just fantastic. And and to me, the Master of Puppets is my favorite album as a whole. But there's just certain songs that have like a more significant meaning to me. Uh, Blackened is one of those. Um, I had I had been a fan of of Metallica, but I hadn't really gotten into them until I heard Injustice for All. Like I had I liked them well enough. I I had heard a couple songs here or there. I was still pretty young when this album. You know, this album came out in '88. I was only two. Um, so, so I was still pretty young when I picked this album up, but it was really the first one that I had, it is the first one I owned, but it was really one of the first songs I ever heard from Metallica and it just blew my mind. I love that intro and it's, it's always going to be like a special track to me. So that's um, your number two? My yep. number, go ahead. That was your number two song? Number two. Black and okay, cool. And so my number one is going to be Creeping Death just a really cool track a cool premise behind it It, it's it's one of those that always stuck with me because i i like um you know music based on history you know historical uh situations i think it's really cool and um it it's just a man it's just a heavy song it's to me it's like that it's that moment of of uh it's 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 the penultimate song on that album you right. know it's it's the moment that i'm always waiting for so i just i i think it's the greatest man awesome i like your list it, what's funny about your list is that it is it is classic in terms of the songs and, and the albums that are they're from and oh and, yeah it's the first it's the first four albums right and my <laughs> uh, well well you know oh, not including kill them all right it's but. from the classic area so and I'm I'm the same way, you know. Being a Metallica fan since '85, '86, you know, before Master Puppet, so since been '85, I've been through all the ups and downs with them, and I have stuck by them through Saint Anger, some kind of monster, you know, I disappear, all that crap, <laughs> you know. I I don't have a problem with with the way that they've done things throughout their career because they've always done it to their own tune. But getting to, to, you know, when it's picking my favorite songs, there's still a time period at which I'm just stuck on, I guess you could say. 
So, and I and I agree with the, the rest of the world. The classic era of Metallica was from 1983, when from the first album, to 1991. Um, some people is gonna, uh, are not going to include the Black Album, so if, I, I may or may not be that way. I, I you know the first four albums are awesome. Black Album is just incredible, but it's incredible for different reasons. So, my big four is like this. Number four, Fade to Black. That song has tremendous amount of meaning to me. I mean, the, the, the lines, Yesterday seems as though it never existed. Death greets me warm. Now I will just say goodbye. That is an incredible line. You know, for all the things that, that James Hetfield gets, gets uh, criticized about, there's two things that you can't really criticize him about. And that's, one, his rhythm guitar playing, and two, the lyrics that he comes up with. Although some people may make fun of some of the shit on St. Anger, but you know, through, through the entirety of his career so far, his lyrics are incredible. So that, that line there to end Fade to Black is just, it, it, it grabbed me and has never let me go. Number three, Master of Puppets. Just like you, I had Master of Puppets as my number three song. It, it's not my number one song or my number two song because even though. Master of Puppets to me is the ultimate Metallica song. Like it has everything you could possibly want inside one song from Metallica. To me, the other two songs ahead of this are there's there's more meaning to it, and, and they may there's parts of it that are probably better. But as a whole, Master of Puppets is really great from beginning to end. So that's my number three song. My number two song is the Four Horsemen. I love that song. I even love the Sweet Home Alabama part. I, I love the I love the whole song, and oddly enough, I don't like the mechanics as much as I like the Four Horsemen. They're the same songs, and the mechanics is the original version that Metallica used to play, but the lyrics are stupid. Okay, so, you know, no disrespect to Dave Mustaine, but they're childish. It, you know, it's about a guy trying to hit on a chick that comes into his into his garage. You know, he thinks he's this you know this this ultra sexy man and hitting on you know the woman that brings in her hot rod and he's going to basically you know give her a tune-up it's they're childish and when when metallica turned into metallica and they recorded their first album they took the song they changed the lyrics and it became so much more mature talking about what you know the, the the apocalypse and and all that stuff and it's just so different and then they added the Sweet Home Alabama part in the middle. Now, <laughs> according to Dave Mustaine, that is, a, that is a part that Cliff Burton wanted to add for a long time. But I don't know how much I believe that part of it because they never played it that way. So, who knows? They didn't, you know, the band itself never played the, the, Sweet, the Sweet Home Alabama part until they recorded it as Metallica, you know, for Kill Em All. So I don't know. I don't. I don't completely buy that. I don't know what you think about that, but you know. It, I mean, I don't. I don't know why it would be a pr- problem theoretically because he may have wanted to add it, but Dave being in the band, you know, may have prevented them from adding that part. And that's a good possibility. That's so, a good possibility. I mean, yeah. they. Th- the thing about about Dave in Metallica is that 
it wouldn't it just never would have worked because he has too strong of a personality and he just didn't fit in that that mold you know they needed somebody more like kirk which just kind of goes along with the flow because james is a huge personality he really is he's a very creative individual and he's he's always going to be the guy the head guy you know and he he works really well with lars so that's just one of those things that it was it was always bound to to not work in that lineup and cliff brought something really great to that band too and i think that really shows with the songs that we're picking i mean obviously you haven't even gotten through your big four yet but you know we're i think in a lot of ways we're on the same page there oh yeah because talking about the same page my number one song is creeping death that that yep. song to me that song comes on i cannot get enough of listening to that song i cannot i you know i get disappointed dramatically when that's not played in concert you know i've been to i've seen them 10 times and i believe of the 10 times that i've seen them they've played creep 7 times and i believe the last time the last time i saw them in arkansas they did not play creeping death i'm not exactly sure don't remember, but I don't think they did, and I I believe they did not play it when I saw them on the Saint Anger tour. I don't want to say because the Saint Anger tour was different than the the Summer Sanitarium tour that that they did the uh, the show with Limp Biscuit and Lincoln Park. Mm. So that the the indoor Saint Anger tour, I believe they did not play Creeping Death, which was disappointing. But I do think they played Four Horsemen. So. The, those two songs were one of those two songs were played so I was ha- excited about that every time they play Four Horsemen I get excited because they, they, they I always miss like there was one show where they played it the, the show before or one tour they played it the show before and they played it the show after but they didn't play it at my show <laughs> I was like damn gotcha. it gotcha you know well, the, I mean that was actually in the mindset that I had when I wanted to pick Creeping Death as the final song mm-hmm. because to me, it's just that song that every time I hear it, I can't get enough of. Right. And that's that was that was my mindset there. But I agree with you also that that the ultimate Metallica song is Master of Puppets. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Metallica will ever be able to live that that song down. And, and not that they want to, but that is that it will always be associated with them as far as. Them, that being the ultimate Metallica song. I mean, you hear, you think Metallica, and people sit there saying "Enter Sandman" and and you know, or "One," just because that's the big songs. But the, the real fans, I mean, they they just ultimately gravitate to Master of Puppets mm-hmm. because that's how good it is. And and the same way, that the album cover wise, you know, so many people gravitate to that one because it's such a classic cover. I mean, there's so much meaning behind it. It's such great artwork. You know, even though Ride of Lightning is great because it's got that, it's cool, but it's it's so simple, you know. But, you know, the, so the album covers are, are classic. And so Master Puppets just itself, the cover of the song is so ingrained in Metallica fans. It's, it's, it is the ultimate Metallica song. But Creeping Death is my favorite hands down Metallica song, you know. And, and obviously it's yours as well, which is really cool. All right, so... That is the show for today. We have talked about our the 15 greatest hits of Metallica, which I know there's going to be some strong opinions out there from people. We've talked about our big fours, which two out of the big four we share. So we want to hear your opinion on on your big four Metallica songs. So please email or, or 
give us a post on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter and let us know what you think and Chris tell them what we're going to do next week all right well that's it for debating metal this week Uh, next week we're going to do something a little different we're going to talk about modern metal genres and kind of the state of where metal is now you know a lot of times we we talk about these bands that are uh, 20 to 40 years old now and uh it's you know sometimes we forget that there's there's a current scene that's out there you know both of us have our preferences, what we really enjoy to listen to. Uh, but as as fans, you know, I'd like to we'd like to hear what you think we should talk about. Sometimes maybe we can be exposed to new music that we haven't listened to. So we're going to kind of go over uh, some new genres of music that have popped up in the last you know ten twenty years, and talk about you know what the scene is today. Exactly. So we're going to be definitely talking about a lot of the newer bands out there in, in the scene. Uh, just to kind of give you an overview, some of the older bands in the scene that we're talking about, you know, is, is, is bands like Lamb of God and Slipknot. But there are plenty of bands out there, you know, that are that are current today, like Ginger, that not a lot of people know about, but I've heard and, and liked, or I've heard and I like. So uh, we're going to go over the whole scene and see, you know, where we're at today and where where it looks like it's going in the future so uh, stay tuned next week for that all right so tune in next week and remember always turn it up to 11 see ya